It's a show where we talk about the power of your mind to change your world around you, to literally affect the fabric of your reality. We talk about this feeling of hope and joy and relief. And that is what being aware of your flow does. It gives you a feeling of power again in your lives. You hit, oh my God, you are so on target. You are so amazing. I can't, I can't thank you enough. It is the feeling that you bring forward. It is your emotional connection that really sets the tone for what is going to be happening to you and for you. And you know that feeling when you touch it. It just spreads through you. Thank you for taking my call. I don't know why I feel like crying. <laughs> I think oh. I just feel your love. <laughs> oh, of course. And I think I'm going to get some answers. I'm Summer McStravick, and welcome to another episode of Flow Dreaming. Welcome to Flow Dreaming. Before we get started, a really quick note. If you found this show on iTunes or by downloading the Flow Dreaming podcast app, it would mean so much if you took a moment to review it. That is how other people will find this show and get the same great value out of it that I hope you're getting. So my huge thanks and sparkles and flow go to all of you who just take that few moments to go write a quick little message of telling other people, this is good, go listen. Thanks. Now off we go to the show. Here we are. Welcome to Flow Dreaming. Hi, everybody. It's summer. Happy to spend the afternoon or the morning or the evening or the middle of the night whenever you're listening to this program. Happy to spend it with you. Um, I have a fun and somewhat silly title for today's episode. Um, it's how to make magic with flow, right? How to make magic. And um, yeah, I know it does sound kind of silly. But once we dig into it, you're going to realize it's true right? It's really what we're doing. It's what we're doing every day. And hopefully your jaw will drop. You'll be astounded uh, once you realize what degree of control you have over your life. And I use the word control ooh, as longtime flow dreamers know. I use that word control with a little deference. <laughs> you'll learn You'll learn what I really mean by control um, as we go forward. So if this is your first time to flow dreaming, welcome to the program. This is one of the longest running live radio shows slash uh, podcasts in existence in the mind, body, spirit, or the uh, personal growth, self-help fields. It's been on air for 12 solid, uninterrupted years now. Is that amazing? Um, and I hope for good reason, right? Because uh, so many of you um, tune in and listen and email me and email me ideas and call in and and um, just help make the show be really good. And, and uh, you know, your involvement helps me as well. So welcome to this program. We talk about your mind here. We talk about your consciousness. We talk about your ability to manifest and create, as well as to heal, to release. Pretty much, if you are changing something, either inside yourself or externally in your life, if you are that that creator creating that change, for me, that falls under the umbrella of being a manifester. Flow dreaming originated as a technique to help you manifest, to really get in there and just shout to the universe, this is what I'm about. You know, this is what I'm doing. This is who I am. Match me, right? Do this in tandem with me, align to me. 
And it's grown through the years uh, to become an entire way of living, right? To become a kind of, I don't know, lifestyle? <laughs> Maybe not lifestyle, but um, it's a way of thinking. It's a way of of understanding particularly so many things in your life, why you have what you have, why you don't have what you what you may want. Um, there's a there's a path here for creating really anything, anything. And there's also a path for getting through things that maybe just did show up on your doorstep that other people brought, that your body brought, things that you feel you've had less control over. There is a path through using flow and flow dreaming um, to surmount them. Many of you who followed my story with cancer last year um, heard me start to really talk about that path um, and the healing that you can experience through flow. So multifaceted, um, gorgeous, welcome, welcome to the crew. If you want uh, some really quick follow-up, go to my website at flowdreaming.com. You can learn more there. Um, also, search me up on Facebook, right? I have a, a page for Flow Dreaming. I also have an I Love Flow Dreaming um, not so secret now since I just said it group. <laughs> it is an invite only uh, for those of you who really are into flow dreaming. Um, you do need to be invited in because it's curated. I have some of my uh, most wonderful top students in there adminning it for me. Um, and for those of you who just kind of want to go deeper. And of course, the grand finale, the big mama of them all is me school, which you'll hear me talk about from time to time. Um, and those are the students I work with every month as we just fully get in there, remodel our lives. Okay, let's get into our topic Using flow to magically make stuff happen. So I was that kid. I, I know I've expressed this before, but I was that kid who would close her eyes and pretend I can just think things into existence. I can just make them happen. Um, if I, if I dream about something, I can make it come true. And, uh, some of you guys were like that too. Some of you still are like that. Let's say that most of us or many of us were like that as kids and then we grew out of it and then we grew back into it. Isn't that neat? Um, for me, growing back into it was the realization that it wasn't just fairy tale. It wasn't just I can, you know, twitch my nose and close my eyes and click my heels together and <laughs> right. Our, our culture is just rife with references to doing magic, really, to creating with our thoughts, to creating with our wishes, make a wish, to creating with our beliefs. This is this is part of our heritage. It's part of our thinking as a culture. Uh, worldwide, really. It's not just Western culture. It's worldwide as, as part of the human culture. Why is that? Right? If there were no truth in it at all, it probably wouldn't be so prevalent. It probably wouldn't be so big. It wouldn't be an archetype that we all relate to on some really deep level that we're born with, that we, we return to. So let's start with that idea. That this potential to make magic is actually real. What does that mean? Does it mean that you can snap your fingers and bam, turn water into wine? Well, you've got to be a pretty special person to be able to do that. I can only think of one right now who can do that. <laughs> but there are plenty of other things you can do. And you're doing them already. And that's, I think, the first point that I want to make. You're already making magic. Every day that you move through your life... What you're doing, in essence, is taking a bunch of options, a bunch of possibilities that have been assembled in front of you, right? Like think about today. 
there's a lot of options assembled in front of you. And some of them are very clear and up close options. They're like, pick the kids up from school, probably going to do that one. Some options you're not even aware of until they strike you, which is, oh, I'm going to stop by the grocery store on the way home from school where I'm going to notice this brand new energy drink, which I might pick up and try. Right? You didn't know that was going to be on your table until you got a lot closer to it, but it did end up being on your table. You're selecting all day long from these options that are coming your way. Think of it like this, um, another way of looking at it. You know, people who do craft books, uh, craft crafting and scrapbooking. And if you've ever seen, um, we've all seen it, right? Haven't you been on Pinterest before? You see these gorgeous workrooms that are filled with like ribbons and craft paper and glitter and sequins and glue and buttons. And, and you think to yourself, wow, how do they take all of that and assemble it into something beautiful? Look at all that they have in front of them right now to create something with. Well, transfer that image to your life. You have a selection of things already. You have a selection. You've went out and you bought them in the past and they're just all floating and, and, you know, quote unquote bought them, but they're there for you. When you make magic, what you're doing is you're assembling those potentials that you have already created. You're just assembling them. That's your magic. Now, when it looks like, whoa, that's crazy magic, like, wow, how did that happen? It's really just an elevation of what's already going on. You getting what I'm saying? So let's say that um, as a manifester, you're saying to yourself, well, I, I don't really like all the stuff that's in front of me. It doesn't include all the elements that I want. I want to make something really magical occur. And I look around and I don't see the pieces for it. Right. The right. I don't have the right glue. I don't have the right paper. I don't have the right buttons and ribbons to glue down. Oh, so you just need to add. You just need to add some supplies. You need to bring in some supplies. All right. Can we bring in supplies? How did you bring in all your past supplies? And you say, well, I just kind of chose them. Oh, you chose them. Would you like to choose some new supplies? Yeah, I do. I really want to. Well, what's the problem? Well, I don't think those supplies will happen. That's why I'm not choosing them. See what's going on here? You're defining the realm of your probabilities based on your internal feelings, your internal expectations. Sometimes I talk about this in terms of lack thinking, right? Where you feel lack is where you shut the doors, is where you shut potentials. You say, I can't have those supplies. You can, I can't work with 24 karat gold. I have to work with, you know, gold paper or something. I couldn't have that. Flow dreaming and being a great manifester is a process of enhancing and expanding the supplies that you feel are available to you, that you are allowed to have, that aren't out of reach for you. You are growing your reach. You are growing your, you're growing your expansion, your world, your, your ability to have. Following this, you're already creating. You're already making magic. Magic is simply assembling what you have around you. If you want to assemble something that appears, appears quote unquote, really magical, you need to go ahead and create the supplies. Creating the supplies means aligning to them, aligning your expectation to them, aligning your desire to them, aligning that knowing I can have this. I can be that. There's nothing stopping me. There's nothing preventing me. 
I'm not worried that someone else is going to get it and not me or that I'm not good enough or that I'm not, right? You see, that's when all the stuff comes up that closes those doors. You can't have those supplies because you feel like this, because you feel like that. If you are saying to yourself, well, I would like to be, this was classic 10 years ago, I want to be on Oprah. Well, a lot of people got on Oprah. What was the difference? They got the supplies for that, right? They began to believe I'm good enough for Oprah. I'm really great. I'm so ready for this. My message is is going to go big and I'm going to touch the world with it. And people will see that and notice that. And the supplies begin clicking into place. So one day, when I make that choice or Oprah makes that choice, I get the phone call and we've just assembled what I've created. And everything is assembled through your belief, right? Do you get that? Everything. What we're talking about here is is perhaps just scale or what you're allowing yourself to have. So that said, there's a, a caveat, right? A caveat. When you are trying to go for supplies that are severely limited or that are really far, far out from where you are right now, You have to look at it like, you know, some things are in your craft store and other things are not in your craft store. It's going to take big maneuvering. You're going to have to walk out of the store you're in. You're going to have to drive down the street. You're going to have to drive to the next town. You're going to have to find another craft store (laughs) to find that stuff. And what I'm talking about here is I want to win the lottery, right? That's not in everyone's craft store because there's only a few tickets and there's 500 million people vying for them. Right? They're limited quantities. And Flo is saying, well, if you want to be that picky about it, you're going to have to, you know, wait. Because other people might have uh, put together a better uh, setup for that than you have at this point. Okay. Or I want to get married to my favorite movie star. Well, do you go to parties where that movie star is? Do you hang out with people that movie star knows? Are you in their social circle? Do you live in a, you know, area? Are you making it easy for Flo? Or are you making it really hard? Because you're basically waiting for that movie star to, to travel to, you know, some small town in, in you know, in a, in a sparsely populated state in the middle of nowhere. Walk up to your door and knock on it. That's harder to assemble. You've got to make giant, giant, giant changes. And sometimes the dreams that we have just don't fit us. Right? They don't fit who we are intrinsically, ourselves. You know, I, I think that's a... A good example would be, um, I don't know, when you really love doing something, yet um, maybe the world doesn't think you're that good at it. For instance, uh, you know, there are artists like that. You know, you love your art, but the world would look at it and say, oh, that's amateur, that's this or that's that. So for you to say, I want to go hang in the Smithsonian or the Guggenheim or, you know, some great, great you will have to create a different path for that. And there are plenty of artists who actually have, you know, street art, um, where there's a name, there's a name, there's a whole genre for self-taught artists, right? Whose passion, whose, whose energy, whose heart shine through. And even though they're not technically great, they're still like, wow, they've made it through a different way. They've made it there. And then there are people who say, oh, I'm not very good. I'm just not very good technically. And they believe it. And they will never show in those museums. They will never show in those galleries. Because they've taken things off their table inside themselves. So 
I guess the, the, uh, the overall idea here is not to say what you can't have. Though I did want to point out, if you're going for big crazy things that you don't even believe are possible, you're not going to get them because you don't even believe they're possible. And if you do believe they're possible, then your heart and your passion will begin tracking you toward them. But it may take a little bit longer because you're having to jump ships, right? You're having to get out of your present life and everything you've created and jump into a different kind of life completely. And flow may make that easy or flow may take some time doing it. We don't know. The bulk of us, though, the majority of us, we kind of know. This is within the sphere of the magic I can create right now. Like this 75% is in the sphere of magical things I can assemble and put together. There's 25% that's just out of my reach. That's what most of us are going for. The 25% that's just out of our reach. And it's not that it's out of our world. It's just out of our reach because we have some disassembling to do inside of ourselves as we start to move through blocks and and patterns and ceilings and inner expectations to get that 25%. And that 25% is a moving target because we do. As we grow, as we think, as we travel, as we expand our, our minds, our hearts, our consciousnesses through time and experience and wisdom, we keep reaching that next 25%, right? There was a, a time when you didn't own a car, and now you do. There was a time you didn't own a home, and now you do. There was a time when you felt insecure and miserable and uncomfortable, and now you don't. There's, there's these expansions that we all just kind of move through, grow through, the 25%. Yet there's always something else ahead of us. For me, magic is looking at that 25% that's ahead of me, that's just out of my reach, and saying to my flow, assemble this. I want the the raw materials for this. I want the supplies for this. I'm ready for this. I'm aligning to this. I'm becoming this. I have become this. And then I can throw in a couple things that are really kind of spectacular, like, well, that would be really fine and awesome and wonderful. And then I work my little fanny off to decrease all of my resistance to it. Does that make sense? It's, 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 it's a very simple way of living. It's a simple way of expecting. But it means that you're always on this course of expansion. And I feel like I'm always, always making magic as a result. So flow dreaming is really this method for making that magic, right? It's the way that we communicate. And um, many of you know what flow dreaming is, but for those of you who don't, flow dreaming is um, a communication technique, essentially. It's a way of moving sort of into your greater consciousness, your greater self, opening up to this idea that your brain is just not locked in your head. Part of it's in your head. But part of it's also kind of like a little broadcaster or a receiver, right? Receiving the greater consciousness that's you, that's not existing completely in the physical self. It's really the only belief set you have to kind of bring in to be able to make this work. So if you do believe, if you do feel that "Mm, my consciousness is outside of my physical body, at least to some degree, 
And all the things that are being set up for me in my life are also outside of my physical body because they're in my future. There are all these potentialities that are flowing forward based on choices and actions and other people and all kinds of stuff. Isn't there a way to kind of direct where things are going, direct those things that start entering my life? Yeah, there is. That's what we've been talking about the whole time. The ability to direct them, to make that magic, to have those supplies, those crafting supplies in your flow, in your life for what gets assembled next for you to choose or not choose from. So flow dreaming is closing your eyes or you can keep them open, but I like to close mine. Acknowledging the greater being that I am and acknowledging that my life is flowing. It's flowing right now from a past to a present to a future. There is a direction. It's called the arrow of time. There's actually a name for this in physics. And in this arrow of time, as I do move forward, I flow forward. There are certain other things that are going to be flowing with me, flowing into my life, presenting themselves based on what I've created in the past, based on who I am right now in my present, and here's the fun part, based on what I'm expecting and intending for my future. All of my feelings. So when I'm flow dreaming, I'm communicating these expectations for my future. I'm communicating based on me right now, who I am, what I'm like. The expectations are matching who I am inside me. Okay, so flow dreaming. I know I'm making it sound more complicated, way more complicated than it is. It's easy. I'm closing your eyes. You're releasing into this place of flow. Right? Understanding it's a direction for us. It's our path of least resistance, the path of ease in our life, the path of bounty and abundance, the path of everything being assembled for us, the path where we get to communicate. We're conscious creators in this assembly process. So when we flow dream, we can quote unquote manifest. We can ask for certain things. Right? Like I want the rest of my day to be glorious and beautiful. I want everything to work just right. I want the energies that I am creating or doing things I'm putting together, the schedules I'm making, the people I'm, I'm, you know, hiring for certain things, whatever is going on the rest of my day. I feel that flowing in this path of, of pure ease and right direction. And everything that's happening for me is in that ease and right direction and just working out. And the good stuff is naturally coming to me. The bad stuff is naturally being bounced or bumped away. Right? That's my intention. That's my big feeling for my day. That's the magic that I'm making because I've intended that. And it's not so far out afield from what I've already been creating. In fact, it's quite in alignment with it because that's how I naturally, normally have trained myself to feel. So there's a good chance that the magic I expect to happen later today will happen. It will. And I guess that's what I'm trying to communicate to you. Keep believing in your own magic. Right? Keep believing. You're already doing it. Life is already rolling ahead, serving you all of these choices and options based on feelings and ideas you've already had. The supplies you've already created for yourself. Your magic is simply looking ahead and saying, there are some other supplies that I want to add. Bigger ones, more beautiful ones. Ones that have felt out of reach, but now they're not. 
I'm moving into those now. I'm adding those to my workroom. Flow, add those to my workroom. I want those. I'm ready for those. I have no resistance to those. Right? That is a manifester. That's it. Period. Bingo. Right? That is a person who is uh, living an accelerated life. And I mean accelerated not in terms of time going faster, but in terms of the richness and the depth and the emotion, the emotional happiness, your emotional quota you're receiving, all of those things. That's what we're aiming for. Okay, we're going to go to a quick break when we get back. Can't wait to do some calls. And then we're going to do a flow dream. We're going to wrap things up for sure with a flow dream uh, before we end today's episode. So stay with me and I'll be back right after this. Hey, it's summer again. And yes, we're on break, but I wanted to share some important stuff with you about the hugely amazing and gorgeous Me School of Flow. Right now, it's either enrolling or it's accepting names onto the wait list. This means that I'm accepting students that I work with personally over the year ahead. And I teach you to do what I do, how to think how I think, how to work with flow, manifest, create, and use the universe the way it's meant to be used. You're going to create amazing things using flow. You'll also open and expand your empathic intuition. After doing this for a number of years, I can tell you, me schoolers make strides and hit goals way beyond what they think they're going to be able to do going in over and over. You don't have to be a superstar going in because that's what we're going to turn you into once you get there. If you're ready to go big, if you know you need to deepen your spiritual practice and your personal growth, then this is where you need to be. Your life, after all, only grows as big as you do. So Me School is online. That means you'll connect with me from all over the world. What to do next? Click or swipe on over to flowdreaming.com. You'll see an area that talks about me school. During enrollment, you can set up a free 20-minute call with me. And during waitlist times, I invite you to send me a note telling me about your interest. Okay, I look forward to hearing from you and even more to getting to know you as one of my personal students in me school. Now, let's get back to the episode. All right. Welcome back. Let's get to some calls. I see the wow. We are filled with calls today. Let's start because we have got someone hanging on the line from Australia. Joanne in Australia. Do I know you? Are you one of my me schoolers? You do know me, yes. Yes. Hi, darling. How are you? Hi. How are you? Good. Well, me, I am up? wanting to talk to you today about income. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been moving myself into a place where I've been trying to attract um, some work. I really need to be working right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been doing some study at the same time. So I am moving into um, you know, a coaching business of my own, but I totally accept that that's going to take quite some time to build. So I need income and I've been applying for jobs and um, really sort of feeling into them, but nothing is coming to fruition. And I just feel like there is some kind of cross-current or something going on um, that's really 
I don't know, getting in the way here. So I would love you yes. to just feel into my flow and, mm. um, yeah, to see what you can see there that might yeah. be getting in the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these jobs that you're applying for, the very first thing that pops up for me is I'm applying for jobs because I have to. And yeah. this is just the interim. This is just me kind of filling time, filling you know, it, think of it like this. You're putting an energy out which says, I want you, but I don't really want you. <laughs> yeah. I want you, but I don't really want you. Yeah. You know, totally. if, if this were a relationship, it would be going nowhere. Mm. Yeah. I, so, absolutely. So that's the thing. Somehow, mm. you have to think about it in terms of getting more than just money from this job. You have to create a feeling of, I get more than just pay. And I'm not sort of, I hate to use this word, but prostituting myself just to get pay. Right? Then you don't want to do it. And your flow is like conflicted. Like she wants money, but she doesn't really want these jobs she's applying for. And But then she wants the money from them. And then she's mad she's not getting them, but she didn't want them anyway. It's like, oh, oh, oh. So the way, yeah. the way to change this is for you to say, hmm, I would love to have some steady income because it would make me feel so peaceful. It would help my mind and help my heart feel less burdened. It would help me feel uh, more comfortable. I would be so grateful to a job for doing that for me. I'd be so grateful to the job if it could do. In fact, I would be willing to do you know, all of these things that I'm not crazy about doing, but because this job would be giving me those feelings, I'd be willing to do them because I want those feelings so much more than my distaste for the work. You getting it? Mm -hmm. So we're yeah. shifting the balance inside of you is what's happening. Shifting the balance. Mm -hmm. Now you could add on things to that. I think we talked about this before. For some reason, you're yeah. just kind of ringing a bell. <laughs> yes, we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you add on to that. You know what, Flo? And I just don't want to be doing a job that's just a silly thing. It would be really, really awesome if you gave me something that would add to my skill set, something that I don't know that I know or know that I need. Okay. Yeah. So, you know where my big goal is. I'm going to be a coach. You know, I'm going to get, I'm going to get my own, my own business running. And there are things that I don't know that I need. So whatever work I end up doing, could it, could it actually help me build that, emphasize that? Could I actually be using someone else's position, you know, their, the job they're giving me to grow something mm -hmm. in me that I actually need for when I go ahead and yeah. do my own work? So when I do my own work, yeah. it makes it easier. And I say, oh, thank God I learned that in my last job. So now you're actually adding in the benefits of having work. You just throw on one after another onto it. This yeah. continues to shift the balance mm. instead yeah, of, that feels ugh. yeah, and you can still say, Hey, this is only a 90 day thing. You know, maybe it's, mm. maybe you just want a temp job or maybe you're saying, no, it's more than a 90 day thing. It's a one year thing. Yeah. You know, you, you, you want to get real settled inside yourself too. what you're actually looking for. What are you willing to give or commit? The more clear, the more strong you're getting inside you, what you're willing to actually give then the job will respond and say, good, that's what I'm needing. 
but I wonder if you're also kind of been fuzzy there, what you're actually willing to give. Yeah, in terms of time, is that what? Uh-huh. Yep, time. Talking mainly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I was asked that question very specifically by a recruiter yesterday, and it really hit me like, whoa, what do you mean? What do I really want in terms <laughs> of hours? Yep. So, yeah. 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 Get so very, very clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can have, it doesn't, and, and clear doesn't mean only one choice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Clear can mean, yeah. you know what? I want a minimum of 20 hours, but I would mm-hmm. be willing to work full time if the opportunity mm-hmm. was right. So I yeah. have a spectrum, but I'm committing to that spectrum. I'm committing to that, mm-hmm. what do you call it? Variety. Yeah. And okay. same on income level, income threshold. Mm-hmm. I have a mid, I have a minimum income threshold and I think the dollar the amount the the, the salary has been a bit of a sticking point as well. So mm-hmm. Right. I can set a threshold for that too. Set a threshold. Or a right. spectrum. Yeah. Great. But Thank you so much. You're welcome, my dear. The biggest mm-hmm. thing though is for you to get in a more committed state about this. Yeah, right. Okay. And, and, and focus on why you're doing it, the benefits of it, the additional benefits, the ones that are beyond the obvious of, I just need to pay some bills. Because yeah. they, because you're coming right now with, you kind of have a fight. You're fighting with it. Mm. You, you want it, but you're fighting with it. And that uh, fight absolutely. has, that conflict has to be let go of. Yeah. For movement okay. to happen. Okay. And you magic recipe. Yes. Yes. Your magic recipe. <laughs> You know, yep. use this, use this, accept, say, hey, Flo, I know you're giving me what I need. Obviously, there's something in this mm. that I need, and I'm I'm curious to see what it is. And I'm going to go all in. And yes, it's pissing me off that you're not, you know, doing exactly what I want. And it's not the way exactly mm. I want it, but I, I get it. And I'm going to still, mm. I'm going to still go all in. I'm going to play with this because it's there in front of me. It's what I've made. And, and it's my next step, right? That's yeah. committed. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, darling. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, bo- 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 let's see. Ruth in Fresno. Hey, Ruth. Hello. Hi. How are you? Do I'm I know great. you too? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Have we spoken? Yes. In fact, last week I called and I got in for the first time and I'm just on a roll. Just oh, my gosh. We talked row. last week. <laughs> Huh. Yeah, I never know. So I feel very lucky. I guess I should have. I should have re- remembered. I spoke to our Ruth last week. I only see <laughs> one. You know, I just see the first name and where you're calling from. So I really, you, you, I never know. Right. Well, remind me. What did we talk about last week? Um, last week I called in about work, and I had just put in my two week notice without having anything. <gasps> yes. You yes. know, and okay. still nothing. Work wise has come up, but I, I have. My trust has only grown in the universe. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm not worried. I'm, I know I don't have to. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I know that the next step hasn't quite been illuminated yet, but I know, like I know, like I know that it's coming. So I'm not worried mm-hmm. about it. And, uh, and, to, and today I'm actually calling on something completely different. I need to know what is going on with my love life, which is actually non-existent. So just a brief, <laughs> just a brief rundown. I've been single, like, my whole life, pretty much. Um, I've had some, you know, bad relationships with my son's father. I've had a lot of damage and things. And I have spent years, and very intensively the last year, healing myself from pains and the hurts and the mistrust of men. And I feel like I have, I feel like I'm re- I know I'm ready. And I know I can 
sense that someone's coming and he's really close. Um, but And this has been intense. I feel like I'm just on the cusp for like the past three months. But mm-hmm. something's wrong or something's up because he would have shown up by now. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping you can look into my flow and find out what's going on there. I can. I already have. It came up right away as you were talking in the beginning. Um, it's time for you to be taking a lot of action, okay. right? I want to see you, and I don't know why, but I'm seeing you going on uh, not a journey, but uh, you know, like when people go to seminars or conferences and they're and they're more fun based. They're like festivals, festivals. That's what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. You're probably thinking I've never been to a festival. I don't know if I, <laughs> I don't even know, but you need to look for, uh, look at places where there are festivals, where there are groups, where you're being surrounded by people, where you're, where you're, where you're pushing yourself to get to know people and expose yourself to them and be okay. vulnerable. And uh-huh. it's not just to meet the man, but it's also meeting friends, meeting other people. I would love to see you push yourself a little bit. You're okay. ready for that. Right. You've done all this inner work. You've done the inner healing work and the, you know, the strengthening and the releasing and the letting go. But there's an area where you're still not so comfortable. And that would be going with a friend to some sort of festival and meeting people. It's funny that you mentioned that because the day after I put in my two week notice, I got a friend request from he's my step uncle that I really don't know anything about. And he lives in San Francisco. He's in his 50s. Um, I don't know anything about him, but he's. Molten Gray owns um, several art galleries, and he invite, he's like, hey, you should come visit. I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, yep. <laughs> all right. So he's flying me out there. I leave on Monday and go for a week, and he's going to take me all over the city. And <gasps> You're going to totally be meeting just, people, and yeah. you're going to be putting yourself out there, really showing up. Mm-hmm. Right? I thought that was really strange, but the day yes. after I put in my two-week notice, I get this crazy random invitation. You know, I'm like that. There's something there. That's I don't know magic. What it is. That's magic. Yeah, exactly. There's something <laughs> there, <fun>. Summer. <laughs> and that's exactly the energy I'm seeing. You know, if you're wow. if you're visiting different galleries, he's probably going to take you to parties. He's probably going to take you to places where there are groups of people, mm-hmm. and you're going to go into those with a kind of thoughtful intention, which is I'm showing up as healed. I'm showing up as available. I'm showing up as interesting. I'm showing up as, do you want to get my number? <laughs> okay? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, obviously, maybe, you know, you have to find the right people. It's not going to be everybody. But that's right. an, but it's, what I'm getting at is an energy that you are ready to practice. Mm-hmm. And it's an outward directed, exposed energy. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the inward energy that you've had all of these years. I'm not ready. I'm damaged. I'm not sure. I'm just going to stay in. If somebody's really great, they'll crack my shell, mm-hmm. but I'm not exactly, you know, very visible. Mm-hmm. Okay. You need yeah. to practice that visibility. Visibility. Okay. That's your keyword. Okay, Get my dear. There. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Visibility. Great. It's all about it. And this so is perfect excited. because this, this dovetails beautifully into you looking for new work. Yeah. Right. That's also going to be about visibility. You're getting, this is your year to be visible. You could look right. at it like that. If you had a theme, that would be it or one of them. Okay? I love it. I love All it. All right. You're so welcome. Thank Ruth. You. Take Thank care. You. Great call. All right. Take care. Bye now. Um, gosh, we actually have time. We have time. We could do Tiffany in Arizona. Hello, Tiffany. How are you? 
What was that? Yes, you're here. You're live. You're on air. You're with me. Yes. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Do I I know you? (laughs) No, you don't. But um, I ran across Slow Dreaming in February, and I have been doing it daily since. (gasps) Beautiful. And it has rocked my world. Mm. Um, I've had every change possible in the world come to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to get into me, but I wasn't able to. I'm in the middle of a clinical trial at Mayo Clinic, and um, I wasn't able to make the contacts appropriately, so I missed out. But I'm here today. Oh. And my question is, um, throughout my short journey of flowing, but doing it daily, um, I've noticed that it's so true and real. And I've made so much progress, and I see how things flow in as things flow out. But um, I have some people in my life that keep on flowing in when I think that they have flown down the river. Hmm. And I'm wondering, do I need to reconsider them, or are they confusing my progress? How do you mean they keep coming into your life? Who are they? In what context? Family? Uh, partnership? Um, a significant other. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, there's two different ones in two different realms. Mm-hmm. One is a significant other that um, he went through a lot of my medical process with me. It was very challenging and difficult. And um, we ended our relationship a couple times and then regained it. And each mm-hmm. time I ended it, I started to get myself back and feeling really great. Mm. And then he comes back into my life, and then it goes downhill again. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like he's trying to come back into my life again. Yeah. <laughs> and I just don't know what to do with that. Right. So you've been practicing flow dreaming since February. Yes. Meaning, you, it's, it's like going to the gym. You've been going to the emotional gym since February. And you're feeling much stronger and you're feeling much more clear and you're feeling this greater trust and knowing in yourself. So now when he's coming back in, he's not approaching, you know, the, the 90 pound weakling that he, you used to be emotionally, let's say mm-hmm. he's approaching someone who's kind of beefy, right? Kind of strong. So you're asking yourself, gosh, do I, do I need to do this again with him? How can I tell him I love and care about him, but I'm not going to be in a relationship? I can't do that. I can't be that person he wants me to be. I've just grown beyond being that person. It's not going to work. We will not fit anymore. I am not that person he wants or expects me to be. And I I feel bad, but I I feel that it's so clear and obvious at this point. It wouldn't work even if he can't see it. So when I look in you, that's what I feel you're at. And that's a very, that's a perfect rationale, perfect explanation. You just have this kind of feeling in you though that you, you don't want to hurt him. You want to be nice. You're, you know, it's, it's like that's the part of you that's sort of kind of leaving the door open still. Do you, do you feel that? Yes. I, because he had to go through some really tough times with me. Yeah. There's um there's like a connection but there really is no connection anymore. 
There's mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. But I feel bad about um, not giving another chance. Right. <laughs> and, I'm, and so I think that's why I felt like I just needed verification that I, I am moving on. That right. is the path. Listen, don't feel guilty. Right? That's what that connection is. It's largely based on guilt. It's a very different feeling than love. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you mm-hmm. can't be in a relationship based on guilt. Right? What we had was perfect when we had it. We both needed it. It was right. It was good. You had things and I had things. And I still feel a residual guilt, like maybe you gave more than I gave. But maybe that's what you needed. And maybe that's what I needed, and, and, and I shouldn't judge it that way. Now you want something again, and you want me to give to you. But if I did, it would be, I would be coming to you like a caretaker, not that I, I love you like a, a passionate woman. And I know you don't want that caretaker. That wouldn't be the best thing for you. Right? So I, you're getting really clear on these feelings, and you're saying it's okay. I don't, right. I don't, I don't. I'm not going to be that person you want me to be. I'm just not. Is it best so, to just halt the relationship, no conversation, just end it? What's his first name? Lloyd. Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd. I'm just going to take a peek here at Lloyd. Hi, Lloyd. Let's see. You know what? Looking at him and the way he feels about you, there's a lot of codependency in here. Um, like I need you, I rely on you, you need me, he needed, he wanted you to need him when you needed him, right? Because it made him feel valuable and necessary. And you're saying I'm trying to grow past this codependency. So Lloyd, she's going to be nice and she's going to be gentle. She's going to be loving, but she's not going to reenter a relationship with you. And she's probably going to cut down how often you talk because she knows that when you talk more, it just escalates and you get more connected. So you're not going to hear from her very often. And she's doing that because she cares about you and she wants you to be able to disconnect and move forward. She's done all she can in this relationship. And so have you. Okay, so... I looked at him and, and what came through was you don't have to cut him off cold turkey, but you can make sure that you're not talking more than every couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that will be up to you. That will be your discretion. Right. A little, a, a little cheery pickup, you know, text or, or quick call and, or, you know, a, a little email, but there's no daily chatting. There's no weekly. It's no, we're tailing this off. And we're doing it right. because we need to. Thank okay? you so much. I knew that. I just needed confirmation. I know you did. You're Thank right. Thank you. Follow those feelings. All right. Take care, Tiffany. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. We've got a quick break. When we get back, we're going to be doing some flow dreaming together. So stay with me uh, for right after this. Here we are on a quick break, and I have a few suggestions for you. First of all, if you're wondering how to flow dream or what flow dreaming really is, I have a free gift bag of downloads for you on my website right now. 
Go to flowdreaming.com, enter your email. That's it. You'll get the downloads right then, instantly. And they're a 30-minute tutorial on how to flow dream. And I give you a free flow dream to start with. This saves me from reteaching the basics over and over again on this show. And it gives you the first step toward a freaking awesome life. You're going to find these downloads on my homepage right now. So pop in your email and I'll send them right over to you. Next, my manifesting shop at flowdreaming.com is what underwrites this entire show. It brings it to you free every week and it has for the last 10 years, which is saying quite a lot. And what's there? Amazing playlists on all kinds of topics, MP3s, flow dreams that end fear, that get you unstuck, that can get you to your perfect career, that can get you out of debt, help you find your soulmate, so much more. These playlists are incredibly powerful, highly effective. My inbox is full every day with thank you notes from lottery winners, people who've just gotten married, people who've received eye-popping bonuses, who've reduced massive amounts of pain or healed themselves in so many different ways. So please go visit the manifesting store at flowdreaming.com and see what you want to pick up and start using to change your life with. Okay, back to the program. that I don't currently have that lead me to that magic that I'm looking for. Okay, just basing it on what we talked about earlier, bringing in those extra things that, that aren't currently that, you know, something you're used to creating. You're saying, no, I want the gold glitter now. I want the, I want the this, I want the that. We're going to make that magic. We're going to start letting those things enter this table of opportunity that's in front of you. So close your eyes with me. And relax and realize that we are not meditating. Instead, we're getting very emotionally focused. We're going to feel something in a big, big way. We're going to feel it in a state of flow. And you can feel the flow right now all around you, this flow of time. Feel the flow of your day. The hours have already ticked by and you have more hours coming up and it's just flowing through. Do you feel time flowing through? Maybe it's like a gentle light that you can imagine. Maybe it's a current of energy and you're just right in the middle of it. You're not doing anything. You're just being held by it. You're part of this flow of time and here you are. You're moving into the future with it. The seconds are popping up and sprouting around you like little fireworks all around. The seconds, the minutes, here they come, here come the seconds, here come more minutes flowing, flowing into them. And you're looking around and you can feel, oh, look at all the stuff that's in my existence right now. How lucky I am. I made all of this stuff. I assembled it all. Ooh, oh boy. But you know what? I'm feeling around me right now as I flow through time, as I flow through this awareness of everything in my life. There are some things that 
I'm looking forward to. Things that tickle my heart. And I feel that little tickly feeling in my heart, a tickling in my stomach. And these things feel really good. Things that I want. Things that I think would make me feel spectacular. And I'm going to picture one or two of those right now. One or two of those things. It would be so nice to have this in my life. Oh, and now I'm imagining, oh, how it would feel, what it would look like. What if I had this in my life? What if all the right stuff arrived for me to assemble this? For this to just pop in and me to say, yes, yes, I accept you. All the ingredients were to arrive. I feel those ingredients arriving. I feel what the outcome of those ingredients will be. I feel this. And then I notice, does it feel far-fetched? Or does it feel like, well, why not? I've put together all these other things. Or maybe it feels somewhere in between. If it's far-fetched, I feel myself pulling it closer. Why are you so far-fetched? Why, why would I feel you're so outside of my realm? Can we do things to make you closer, to scoot closer? Feel yourself scooting closer. Scoot through time a little bit. Scoot through space. Scoot a little closer. Have that thing scoot a little closer to you. Doesn't need to be so far out. Let go of that expectation. I allow it to be closer and easier. And all the buildup, all the things that I've said to myself, where I said, no, you can't until you do this or until that happens or until you move here, until you have that, until you're noticed by, until this... I let go of those. Let go of those. Release those. You're probably wrong about half of them anyway. Let them go. Now feel that thing come even closer. Let it be right there. Right there. Touching your sphere. Touching your circle. Touching your present. Touching your sphere of possibilities. That's it. That's your magic. Now grab it. Grab it. Hold it. Embrace it. Embrace that thing. Embrace that experience. Embrace that opportunity. Embrace that person. Embrace that feeling state that you think any of those things will give you. Embrace that. That's yours now. That's going to be here in the realm of your life. It's a potential. You've just said yes to it. You've just activated it. You've just worked on clearing away anything that prevented you. Say yes. Say yes. 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 And now you let that go. And you begin to release. And you return from flow. And you open your eyes. And there you have it. A short, sweet, beautiful flow dream. To help you make magic, right? Just to activate a little bit that energy and that emotion around something you really want. You should be doing that every single day, right? It's as important as a good breakfast in the morning. (laughs) Okay, my love goes to all of you and I will see you again, same time, same place next week for another episode flow dreaming well look at that show's over 
But before you go, did you know that my mom has a podcast too? Her show airs live right after mine. It comes up next. We tape our live shows back to back. Her show is called The Dear Venus Show. So stay listening and you can call in or look it up live on iTunes um, if you're listening via podcast. Her show is really good. It's really funny. And she reads people's minds and futures and talks to dead people for real. It's called The Dear Venus Show show on iTunes.